Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Good morning, everyone. I hope you're well and welcome to the Full of Words podcast. I'm Sue Kennedy from the Author Academy. I'm the resident book coach and I have with me my beautiful co-host, CJ from Catherine James Creative and she's our resident copywriter. Hi, how are you? I'm good, CJ. And today we have an absolutely amazing guest and that is Gabrielle. So Gabrielle Celeste, welcome. And yeah, we're very excited to have you here. So yeah, please tell us about what you do. I actually had a bit of a session with Gabrielle yesterday, which I will talk about later. But anyway, Gabrielle, please introduce yourself, your business and and what you do. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, ladies, for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. So I am a intuitive astrologer. I'm a medium, numerologist, tarot reader, all the things, I guess. And I have been doing this professionally for a couple of years now. Prior to my time doing this work, I actually had a full-on career in the business world, working in corporate. And I had also worked in, and I still do, in the private industry and pharmaceuticals as I you know, built up my business and transitioned into doing this work full time. And then before that, before my time in corporate, I actually worked in the federal sector as well. So I've had a lot of different, I'm like a cat with nine lives, <laughs> done a, little, a lot of different things before the age of 30, I guess. And when I had what's called my Saturn return, which is, you know, an age, it's between typically 27 to 30. And then if you're lucky enough, you get to experience it again between 57 to 60. And then again, later on 87 to 90. And it's pretty much this, it's kind of like a period of time where you meet your maker and you kind of serve and you attend to all of the karma that you are here to clear out from a spiritual perspective from previous lifetimes or what you agreed to do in this lifetime. And it was during that time that I actually had my spiritual awakening. And it was like, okay, you can't deny this part of yourself. And it's kind of how I dipped into the work. But it's interesting because during that time, I actually learned a lot about like my family and our lineage and come to find out my parents are quite intuitive themselves, but it was not really something that we really discussed in full detail. But it's interesting that in my lifetimes that I've had in my career space, I've actually, writing has actually always been like a thing. And in my birth chart, personally, I've actually, I have a, a core spot. It's it's called my Venus star point, And it's in the sign of Gemini, which is the writer. And it's in the third house, which is all about uh, communications. And I used to build actually like um, standard operating procedures, like little manuals and stuff for my time in corporate because we would be audited by the government. And it was like a whole thing. Um, We had like this whole couple years where we were being scoped out. And it was really important to communicate and articulate certain points in those SOPs. And just in general, in the scope of work for the department that I had led, because how you say certain things actually really matters and how it comes across. Because if you say one thing, you can actually mean something entirely different depending on the intent and how you word it. So it's interesting because I've also applied a lot of, and I've gained the skill sets in those lifetimes, meaning those different jobs and careers I've had over the last 10 to 15 years to really seamlessly transition into what I do now. And that's working with people and clients and the different outlets that are within my business that are being grown now. Oh, awesome. It's very exciting. 
It's uh, very interesting. I, yeah, the session we had yesterday was very, very interesting. So Aww. I really enjoyed it and I'm very grateful that we had that time. But so can you just tell us how you actually use words and language in your business when you are working with your clients? How does that work? For sure. Um, Thank you for asking. So a lot of the information that we're receiving as intuitives, every reader is different. I operate quite from the third eye. So I see things either from a predictive standpoint or just the energy that's within the person-specific field that I'm reading. But for the people that have never had an experience like this before or very, very new to this work, a lot of what I'm seeing may not make sense to them. And what's really important is conveying the messages that I'm receiving so that they can understand what they're meant to hear so that they can take that and integrate and hopefully really heal from that too. So for example, this is from a client that I know that I can share this information about, but I'm seeing these like memories and these almost like books that she works with. It's called the the Kashuk Records. And she has a prominent space in that work. And the Kashuk Records are essentially like this library of like information that contains the past, present, and future. And she plays a significant role in that. And she in real life actually has really memory, like a really strong memory. And she's great at communicating and writing. And so for me, describing these images that I'm getting to her so that she can make sense of it and apply it in her real life is really important for me and how I say that. So I know that my point is being made and it's coming across in such a way that she can understand what I'm seeing so that she can take that, reflect on it, and then move on with her life so that she can do what she needs to do so that she can live in the timeline for her greatest and highest good, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Oh, I love the, um, I love that. I love the way you've explained that it's great. What do you think, CJ? Have you got any? Yeah, well, I just, I'm curious. Well, I think definitely the idea of communicating so that people can understand is such an important way to think about communication. It's not what I want to say. It's what I want you to understand and hear that changes the way that you will talk to somebody, I think. I think I've found that as a parent. I have an 11-year-old, so sometimes you say something and you know they haven't landed with them. So you have to find another way to say it, you know, talking very simplistically there. But that's really fascinating that in terms, I hadn't considered that in terms of talking with somebody about what you're seeing about them and messages that you're receiving, you need to help them to grasp them, to understand them. I hadn't considered that as one of the issues you might face. Mm. Yeah, I love the word that you use landing, like it landing and making sense for them especially for the people that may not be as so well-versed in this type of work or have had like, you know, readings or experiences like that. And, you know, I get a lot of first timers as well. And it's it's so fun for me to just like explain and break down like, hey, like this is what I'm seeing. This is how it makes sense. This is how it relates to you in your everyday life. And this is why you may not be feeling your best from an energetic perspective, because I try to make things as practical and as digestible. So like, I know it will land with them and they'll be, you know, ruminating and reflecting on that so that they can ultimately see whatever it is within themselves that they're looking to heal and move on and move forward from that experience with me. Yeah. Cause I, and I know from, you know, when I ask questions and say, look, you know, I'm looking for guidance, can you please guide me? And by just saying that they'll help you definitely, but they may not give it to you in a language that you understand. So you have to actually say, can you please 
help me with whatever it is, but can you give it to me in a way that I can understand what you want me to do? Because otherwise I'm going to miss that and I'm just going to keep going on and, you know, be able to heal without knowing how to because, well, only because I haven't understood the way they're trying to convey it to me. So this is where someone like you comes in as well. So that's great. And I think something that's really interesting. So again, every reader has their own style, but for me, I like to think my readings are a little woo, but really practical at the same time. Yes. And for whatever the reason, and Sue, I know you can speak to this per the reading that you and I had together. I get a lot of references to movies, Mm. movies I've never seen, names of movies, pictures of characters. And it's good because I think the sitter can take from that and they can go look up with the meaning of the character. What was this hero's journey for that specific character? What was the purpose or the intent or the focus of that specific movie? And nine times out of 10, those themes that they're seeing within the character movie or whatever reference it is, can be applied to their lives and they can take from that and reflect within themselves and go where they need to go. Yes, I'm going to go look, find that movie you referenced today <laughs> and I'm going to watch it. Yes. Oh, well, which movie was it? Can you share? Uh, yeah, it was Up. Oh, yeah, with the balloons and the... I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but it's Up. Neither. With the house, with the mm-hmm. float, the house floats away with the balloons. I've yeah. seen that one. <laughs> it's great. Okay. There you go. That was him. And which character was I again? <laughs> it was just the movie, but yeah, I, when I looked it up and the images that I was getting, it was, um, I want to say there was an older man in yes. the promos. Yeah. yeah. So that it was that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Learning to trust, I think that might be, perhaps. Oh, okay. Sure. I, I wasn't there. I haven't seen the movie for a while, but. <laughs> I'm going to watch it and then I'll be able to go, oh, and yeah, I'll get the aha. Uh-huh. It'll be fine. <laughs> it's actually a very nice film as well. You'll enjoy it. It's quite heartwarming. If not, I'll be back, Gabriel. If I yeah. <laughs> Let me know. Let me know what you get. Okay, so coming back to this and we can go back to my reading. But, uh, yeah, what impact um, do you believe that, yeah, by the the words that come through through the reading, what impact do you believe that has on people? And I can speak to this later, but yeah, I'd love to mm-hmm. know what your experiences are with other clients. You know, as a reader, the validation never really gets old, and I love hearing from my clients because you know I am from an astrological perspective and intuitively as well. I'm seeing things in the future, like I'm reading, you know, six months to twelve, couple years in advance, and so I don't always hear if, you know, what I say lands or what becomes of it. But I have a really great group of women that I've worked with over the last year since I've been officially within my business. And it's so sweet to get messages where they're like, you know, you really helped me during a dark period of my life. And you helped me, you know, see and have something to look forward to in a way that it it's really helpful because when they are going through what we call is like dark nights of the soul and maybe, you know, their self is Steam isn't that the greatest at that time. And that, you know, they're really leaning into having to do that personal work um, and self-care and self-development work to know that you play a small piece in that and just give them the the guidance. And of course, I'm I'm not a medical practitioner. I'm like, if you need to go get the therapy and do all the things, go visit the doctor, like please do so. But sometimes it's nice to when you're having like an existential crisis and you're really in it, to have someone that can be the messenger to provide that intuitive guidance. It's it's really um it makes me feel like I know and it gives me the validation that I am on the right path and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do this go around. Awesome. That's so, so, so beautiful. So, yeah, I 
had the pleasure of having a reading with Gabrielle yesterday and it was lovely. And yes, of course it again it it came up with things that it was yeah, validation that yes, um, because yeah, my question was, is my soul happy and you know, am I on the right path? Was one of my questions. And you did tell me that my soul was happy and peaceful. So that's good. Obviously, we didn't talk about that. Like you were just like, "What does my soul desire?" And I was like, "Your yeah. soul looks really content." Like, yeah. Yeah. so clearly, I'm I'm doing the right thing. So clearly, I'm doing what it what it desires. So that's good good to know because yeah, had you have said yeah, like it's it's, it's not really that I'm happy at all, then I would have gone mm, okay, I need to rethink <laughs> this whole thing. <laughs> but hello, Molly. We have a, we have a, a resident cat, Molly. Podcast cat who joins Love in. It. <laughs> yep, she Love comes it. past and says hello every now and again. Um, so yeah, I I really I, you made me a bit tired when you said I'm going to have to wait twelve months. <laughs> I know, <laughs> so I know. huge, amazing things to happen, but that's okay. I because I, I just thought, wow, <laughs> I know, <laughs> I'm already exhausted. <laughs> I have to keep at this pace for another twelve months, but anyway. That's okay. I I will do it. And as you said, it's going to be worth the wait. So, and I am, I'm happy to do that. But, you know, it really did sort of, you know, feel great. The things that you were saying to me, they, um, taking CJ's word, they landed well. You know, I just went, wow. Okay. Yep. And, you, you know, he hit the nail on the head, like you mentioned about the relationship with my mother, which is interesting. And I think it's it's a lot of it's got to do more so now because she's had the heart attack and so I'm now now her carer, like her full time carer. So that relationship has changed. So, you know, it um and I, I need to sort of, you know, heal that as well as heal the the past relationship that, you know, we had before this, you know, because it, it's changed completely. But it's it was a great reminder so i thank you for that for for you know for me to now go right i need to actually work on this cuz i i did know but i'd sort of pushed it to the side but now you know you've just sort of pretty much reminded me and said no you need to do this now don't keep pushing it to the side just actually do it and then it's going to not just help me but everyone else that's you know energetically connected to me so I love that. Thank you for sharing that. I think that's something that in the healing process people forget is that you not only um you you know you obviously <laughs> prosper from being in your best you bringing your best self but like the people around you as well. Mm. And it's especially important as a business owner um because how you're feeling is re- a direct connection and reflection to how your business is doing 9 times out of 10 when I see that. So, mm. yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, I'm sort of still going through a grief process at the moment with the loss of my dog, but yeah, and pretty much the loss of my mum, because I have kind of lost her already in a way, you know, not fully, but I have. And so I've probably, probably pretty much been grieving for a couple of years now. So it makes sense that I am blocked, as you say. So you know, this is where I need to sort of, yeah, heal that part so that my business can, and me personally, but but also my business, that I can actually 
you know, be the success that I know I will or am. You, yes, you are and will continue to be. That's it. I'm very careful. Yep. Words I chose. Kevin just stopped yeah. you there, didn't he? Uh, <laughs> I heard that when you said I uh, will be, I am. I love that. <laughs> it was Kevin and Wayne Dyer. So. <laughs> so, yeah, so no, and I, yeah, I just can't thank you enough. So anyone that, you know, is is sort of feeling a bit mm, not quite sure, I, I highly recommend having a reading with Gabrielle because it was, it was absolutely amazing. I'm I really, really enjoyed it and got a lot out of it. So thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And I'd love to offer a discount code for your audience. And I'm sure we can put something in the show notes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I just appreciate you guys. (laughs) No, no, we appreciate you as well. So, Sage, have you got anything else to? Yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, we often in these conversations, I see pictures in my head and I realize that. I've known that for a long time, but I did realize that with our conversation with Simone a couple of podcasts ago, she was talking about her language around personal training and and inspiring people. And I was like, yeah, I see, I see pictures in my head when you're talking too. So during this conversation, talking about movies, I've had the X-Files pop up in my head. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And, And I feel like in this process, Sue and I often talk about things like this. Sue is Mulder and I'm Scully. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. My dad used to watch that show religiously. Oh, I loved it as well. And I was a young, well, 20 something when it came out, I think. Um, Scully as a, a, you know, a modern woman working in that field and the scientist and the logical brain, it just ticked all the boxes for me. That's, that's me. I'm very logical. So I guess, um, so if I say when, when you offered to read for both of us, and my initial thought was, oh, my God, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So I guess that makes me, draws me on to thinking, um, there's probably listeners who are listening who are in that same boat as well, who maybe don't want to put themselves out there or um, just, you know, not not believing it. I don't know what the word is here. I'm a bit lost for words at the moment. But I guess what what sort of language do you use when you mm-hmm. talk to people who are in a different space, say, from not as receptive as Sue is and maybe a bit skeptical, a bit scully. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I love that question. And I think that's where how you say what you're saying is what's really important. Um, I do believe that everyone that finds me is meant to find me and is meant to hear what I have to say. But I, I think that, you know, even I got a couple of messages today on Instagram direct messages where they're like, you know, I'm so afraid of what you're going to say. And I'm just like, you know, and I operate from the light and I really use tangible experiences that I've personally gone through so that like, I'm like, okay, like this is what I'm seeing. This is kind of like how it's showing up in your energy field. And this is how you can serve and like serve yourself and address those issues at hand. Um, but I, I really just like to make it as practical as possible. So for example, I, I noticed a couple of weeks ago, um, there was, I get a lot of like the heavier topics guys, cause my business is like very scorpionic. So death, uh, sexual abuse, addiction, I, for whatever the reason, I, I get a lot of that. And I think I subconsciously call that in. But I, so being a medium and seeing a lot of people with grief and dealing with that, I'm like, okay, here are some things that you can go ahead and, you know, better serve yourself to address that feeling within yourself because you don't want to get that energy. You don't want the energy to get stuck within you. So daily walks, time in the sun, you know, drinking lots of water, starting with the physical body, all things that like 
I know are just basics that I go back to when I'm not feeling my best and they're tried and true. And so really just making it as like practical as possible and blending spirituality and practicality with one another is is typically my approach. And that's actually, it's funny, I'm, I'm in the process of starting a blog and the whole concept is blending spirituality and making it practical. And it's literally like, okay, these concepts are super woo. But I'm quite literally taking words that I know are going to land and in how I'm articulating what I'm saying um, so that I know the audience will really register the concept at hand that might seem so big and just hard to concept, con- hard to understand because, you know, a lot of these topics you can't really see with your two eyes. So maybe your third eye, but so I just really try to make it as digestible, understandable as possible. And frame it in such a way that anyone can understand that language at hand. Mm. I've, again, what I'm thinking here is we've 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 discovered a, a bunch of people, Sue, along the way who are practically trained, um, you know, nurses, therapists. Um, Gabrielle, you're saying you've got a background in, in policy and business yeah. and then embracing a different aspect of the world and adding to that knowledge. It's not, they're, they're not, they're not separate so much anymore. Although the corporate yeah. world really still struggles from that idea of sort of rigid, these rules that we work in. Uh, but I'm seeing so many more people embracing both and, you know, talking about the the energy of your business and how it's different yeah. from yours. And it's really fascinating. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. I actually, one of my missions is to bring structure to this work because I am such a structure built type of person in numerology. I'm a double four. So I'm a four, four and a 22, which quite literally is the type of person to like survive and thrive on routine. So it's like at six in the morning, we're waking up by seven o'clock, we're going to be in the gym and da, 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 da. And so I'm definitely one of my missions is to bring just that to this type of work. And it's so funny, you made a reference to the corporate life in the world. But one thing that they'll do to like you know, build a team uh, camaraderie is you'll you'll do like your profile of Myers-Briggs. And I think what people forget or maybe don't realize like the origin of Myers-Briggs is based on astrology (laughs) and the planetary placements and all of that. So it's a lot more related to everyday life than people realize. And I love using examples of like, you know, history. So like, you know, back in the day, we just did a podcast episode with me and my sister, my sister, Nicole, she's a medium and she does this work as well. And she was, you know, dropping facts about <laughs> the presidents that were elected in years ending in zero. And the common, and I guess they like, don't quote me on this. She was actually schooling me on this because it was in relation to conspiracy theories that were dropping on July 4th. And she had mentioned that the the takeaway was that all of these presidents happened to be in office when Jupiter and Saturn, and these might, I might not be getting it correct, but they met up in Earth signs, Taurus, Capricorn, and Virgo. And they all happened to like have assassination attempts and they died or health issues. And I was like, whoa, like when you look at the patterns and you look at just like how practical these things actually are and you connect the dots and you look at that like it's more of an everyday thing than I think you realize there's more evidence out there gosh now yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> the truth is out there <laughs> for sure <laughs> awesome fantastic so is there anything else Gabriel that you'd like to add um, no, 
Yeah. I mean, you can find me at Agua Astrology on Instagram at the Spiritual Sisters Podcast. My website is www.aguaastrology and the blog is coming and the blog is focused on blending the spiritual and the practical and really just giving a lot of guidance, intuitive guidance and practical guidance as to how to build a spiritual business and thrive in a business and all that stuff. So awesome. yeah. And you, are, <laughs> and you are going to write a book, I believe. <laughs> yeah, it's Sorry. in the pipeline for sure. It's more just like my time right now, but the book is going to be focused on astrology and positioning awesome. myself as an expert in the field. Awesome. Oh, looking forward to that, right? Thank you. Very Sorry. good. So, okay. So yeah, we will have all of your information in the show notes. Um, What offer have you, or have you got an offer for our audience? Yeah. So whatever name you want to apply, but I would love to offer your audience a 20% discount for the month in which this episode drops. And yeah, then I look forward to holding space for your, your people. Oh, fantastic. So, I uh, yeah, have you got anything else, CJ? And otherwise, I'll wrap up. I think that's it from me for the moment. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Gabriel, for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure. And to our listeners and CJ, of course, thank you again for your time. And listeners, please do yourself a favor check out all of Gabriel's information, her links, check her out, take her up on her offer. I'm speaking from experience. I absolutely. You really enjoyed the reading that I had with her and look forward to the outcomes (laughs) of that reading. And, yeah, so, yeah, thank you so much for being here with us all today and we look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Have a lovely day to everyone. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.